everyone. Welcome to a, another installment of GAM's Life Lessons podcast. Um, today I'm going to be speaking about delighting in the Lord, or more specifically, how do you delight in the Lord? I don't know about everybody else, but this is something that I've heard quite a few times over the years of being a Christian, and I haven't really understood what it means specifically. I get to I have an an idea of what it means having joy in God but what does it really mean what does that mean on a sort of personal basis um so yeah let's cut to it so I've got four points here about that 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 are meant to encourage us in terms of understanding what it means to delight in God and what things motivate us to have that joy that delight in him so first of all let's have a definition of delight Delight is a high degree of pleasure or enjoyment. And other words that relate to that are enjoyment, happiness, contentment, ecstasy, gladness, glee, gratification, and joy. So from that, I'm seeing, okay, in terms of delighting in God or delighting in the Lord, having a joy in him. I mean, yeah, being excited, you know, being happy, enjoying enjoying God being content in him you know you know having that joy and that gratification in him so what are the ways that we are able or what can encourage us to delight in the Lord number one truly understanding the salvation that has been freely given to us I think for me this is the number that this is the point that tops off everything without Christ's sacrifice without God giving his one and only son for us Number one, there won't be any point of anything. Um, but number two, you know, yeah, if, if he didn't, if if we if 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 he didn't die for us, you know, all the all the all the blessings from that, all the you know, all the things that we got from that, we won't be getting. Um, and we escaped probably one of the worst punishments that's been ever that's ever been known to man. Um, I don't know about you, but that that certainly uh, doesn't fill me with joy instantly. But I think over the time we think about it, it's like, wow, God, you know, as the Bible said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It shows that God loves us, um, that he was able to sacrifice. And that is something that we can, you know, meditate on. That is something that we can remember, even when things go, we get tough in life, which they do, you know, it, being a Christian, it doesn't mean that you're going to be happy all the time, but fundamentally, we, we're, we are supposed to have a joy in God, and knowing that He gave His Son for us, you know, motivates us to to be joyful in Him and to have Him as our delight. Um, Psalm 35 verse 9 says, "Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord and delight in His salvation." Um, yeah, this pretty much explains it. You know, the, the the writer is saying that his delight is in the salvation that God has provided. Number two, thinking about what God has done, aka testimonies. That could be your own testimonies. It could be testimonies that you've heard from other people. Thinking about what God has done, that still links to the first point because what God has done was provided salvation. What God has done. And then everything else that follows from that is, 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 is I guess, is, is, a, is a bonus. Um, so, yeah, think about God's testimonies. Think about what he's done. It's so easy for the enemy to lure us into a 
state of ungratefulness and I know that's something that God is personally working on me being grateful um, being content with what I have um, Psalm 111 verse 2 great are the works of the Lord they are pondered by all who delight in them so yeah guys um, think about what God has done um, God is awesome we know that and sometimes our circumstances don't reflect that but God is awesome nonetheless the more we the more we allow God to show us that the more we start to delight and the more we are able to take away take our attention off the things we don't have and you know thank God for what he has given us number three loving his law and commandments now this one is a bit everything about God is opposite to what the world teaches. So we all know that there's rules, there's regulations, there's laws. Naturally, we don't want to follow follow laws. We don't want to, we don't, we don't take pleasure in following laws because they restrict us from things that we may want to do. But, you know, there's several scriptures um, that talk about, especially in Psalm 119, where the writer where is saying, you know, I delight in, um, let's take, let's take verse 16 you know psalm 119 verse 16 i will delight in your decrees and not forget your word um verse 24 of the same chapter your laws please me they gave they give me wise advice um verse 35 make me walk along the path of your commands for there is where my happiness is found um 47 how I delight in your commands, how I love them. Um, so yeah, a way to delight in the Lord is to love his commands. The thing about God's commands is though they ride against everything that may be natural to us, he knows what's best for us. That is why he's got these commands. He's got these instructions for us. He's given us a blueprint of how he wants humanity to live. Now, the the long the more you the more you study God the more you allow him to open your heart and your eyes to these things the more you start to see that though these things may not be natural in his laws or his commandments um or his instructions to us as believers in everything that he does is for is for a good reason um so yeah it delights in his in his instructions and that only comes by us praying and allowing the holy spirit to to guide us into those things um then the last point in terms of how do we delight in the lord um i've got here repentance and turning away from worthless things and the scripture that really explains that is job chapter 22 verses 21 to 27 submit to god and be at peace with him in this way prosperity will come to you accept instructions from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart if you return to the almighty you will be restored if you remove wickedness from your tent and assign your nuggets to dust your gold of ophir to the rocks in the ravines then the almighty will be your gold your choicest silver for you surely then will you find delight in the, the almighty and will lift up your face to god you will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows so obviously that's in in context 
this was in regards to what Job was going through. But um, the point of repentance and turning away from things that that do not compare to God. Um, you know, once we, yeah, well, simply put, once we turn up, once we start to turn away from things that do not matter, things that do not even come close to how how wonderful, how beautiful um, God is. Um, once we start doing that, then we're able to delight in God. Once we start delighting God, then those things will become worthless. So I hope this has been helpful um, in regards to what. How does one delight in God? Now, this is not sort of a you know quick step, quick fix things. All these things come with simply just turning to God and praying for Him to help you. Um, help you to delight in him um but yeah there's there's so many things there's so many things that are pulling for our attention um especially in this day and age where there's technology there's family um but there though it may be hard there is a there's something better and that's in god um so yeah i hope this has been helpful to you if you have any comments or contributions please feel free to leave them in the comment section and we'll see you next time for the next episode